forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. All right, you ready, Meatball? Yes. Get it poppin'. Hi, you sloppy, stupid little fucks, you sloppy seconds, you whores, you sluts, you cunts. Welcome to the quarantine episodes. You're stuck at home. You got nothing better to do, you dumb fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Hi, I'm Meatball, and I'm slowly losing my mind. And I'm Big Dipper. Thanks for being here. And we have a very special guest in the house. It is Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer. Hi. Hi. Nicole, you shaved parts of your head into a mohawk. Is that correct? I did. I shaved the sides down and then I had this little natural mohawk. It wasn't long enough and I didn't want to put tracks in every day. So then I braided the top. So now I have uh, Rapunzel length uh, braids. It's the Rapunzel length Rasta free hair. It's 84 (laughs) inches of hair. 84 inches. 84. Does that touch the ground? Uh, if you, yes, like if you, <laughs> you can uh, yes. make them super long, but I folded them in half and didn't stretch the hair. Mm. So it comes down to my butt. Ooh. Or, like great. I could have had them to the floor or like to the back of my knees. And I was like, mm, just cause I'm stuck at home doesn't mean I should, you know, like make my, not disable myself, but like it hinders <laughs> movement. I yeah. would, if I had braids that long, I would sit on them constantly. Yeah. Oh, back when I drove around and I had hair this length, I would close it in the door all the time. <laughs> Once I was on the 101, truly doing 80 miles an hour, and I just clocked something moving next to me, and I glanced, and it was just a braid <laughs> stuck in the door saying hello to everybody driving near me. Oh, my God. Um, uh, you were just talking about kettlebells. You were going to maybe do some workouts yes. with the kettlebell? I think I'm going to do some squats and lunges with my little kettlebells. Um, I could not find pairs of kettlebells to like hold with both hands. So I've got a 25 pound, a 20 pound, no, 25, 25, 15 and 10. Oh, just one of each. (laughs) Well, that's how kettlebells are. You're supposed to like hold on to one of them, right? Yeah. But like, if you want to do lunges, say, Uh. and you don't have barbells, you could use like two kettlebells. Okay, oh, so I'm gonna work it out. I, You're gonna do great. You're gonna hit the pole right after. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm very Ooh. jealous of the pool. That would be the spot to be at. Get a pole in your room. Oh, oh you say pool? I well, both. How about both? Pool both. and your pole. You've got you your got pole. a pole by the pool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's poolside polling. Oh, yes, it's luxurious and slutty all at the same time. <laughs> um, I did a workout via Zoom with some bears, and I want to share. I took a, I took a screenshot, <laughs> and I want to share it with you. Um, everyone gave consent. Like someone else was recording it for posterity. So, um, but I want you. I want you to describe what you see. Um, can you see this? Yes. Okay. okay. First of all, this is not a workout if one guy is eating a fucking chicken wing and then some other. What is happening in the middle left, right below you, Dipper? Why is there a guy sitting on the yes. floor and then someone He's on... not a bear. 
<laughs> well, no, the guy very, next to him is. Oh, the next the him guy. is a bear. This rug needs a, a shampooing. <laughs> okay, so this was post-workout, and they, everyone was sort of like talking about like how the workout went, and this man on the bottom left appeared just eating chicken <laughs> out of nowhere, like drumsticks aplenty, just eating his chicken. And the two that you're talking about, they're a couple, and they were working out together, and one is a chub chub, and the other is a chaser, and it was very sweet. That's cute. I don't know. I It's not on my computer, but I'm going to hold. Okay. I also did a Zoom workout class, and I didn't know that someone was taking a screenshot, but this is the face I was making just for no reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, you I look, don't you, know. You look, you look like, like you're enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I haven't you. done I, any type of physical workouts besides literally like roller skating and just walking around the neighborhood. But roller but skating is yep. I do work up a sweat and then decide to get very high and eat a bunch of snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I bought roller skates and I'm so I keep buying things that I'm like this might truly injure me and I can't go to the hospital right now. Mm-hmm. So I just have these dangerous things in my head. I have a motorcycle. That I'm like, I can't learn how to ride this now. If something terrible happens, I can't go to the hospital. Well, I got ro- leopard print roller skates. If I fall down, I can't go to the hospital. Your track, <laughs> your track <laughs> record with that motorcycle yes. isn't great. Is not no, great. no, it's <laughs> not, not good. Did we talk about how we how you accidentally dropped my motorcycle on this podcast already? <laughs> I can't remember. No. Well, Nicole's talked about it a lot on her podcast. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. When I hit the ground, I heard. So before I fell, people, you were like, Diva, you're so good at this. And you I were doing talking. so well. It was wild. You were doing all these crazy turns and going fast. And I was like, she's so confident. It took me like two weeks to get to where she is in like an hour. And then I just look across the way and there you go. Oh, did I break up? And you went, Diva, no! <laughs> you and Michael came running across the field. Oh, boy. It was not intense because I knew it was happening. I was like, because I have a bad habit of uh, holding the, like, uh, when I break, I hold the throttle with my thumb uh... and my pointer finger. So I'm revving the engine as I'm braking. So in my brain i'm like ooh i need to like let go of one and each time i fall in i let go of the brake and it should have been the other way <sighs> <laughs> it is pretty well, like challenging right to yeah, drive a motorcycle you don't yeah. just get to like just go you have to uh change the gears with your mm-hmm. feet and also like pull a clutch pull and brake and rev yeah. while you're all doing it so all every part of you is moving while you're like trying to do it not yes. to mention balance well, the balance kinda, isn't as hard as you think. Really? It, it, yeah, it's hard to fall off of it, even when you're yeah. going real slow. Real slow. You could be going like five miles an hour and like your balance. It's like riding a bicycle at that point. Yeah. But truly, it's the like when you like when you stop, you have to remember to shift down. And yeah. then when you start going again, you need to start from like one and then you got to mm-hmm. shift up to two rather quickly to get with the flow of traffic. To, it's yeah. tough. Did Otherwise either of you drive out in traffic. a shifting car? This is shifting car. <laughs> 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 that looks like one of your dance moves. That's right. <laughs> I never, I never uh, learned. I always drove an automatic, so I didn't know like how to maneuver a manual car. 
that's also not as hard as you think it is because uh, it's truly, it's, uh, it is kind of like. Giving uh, a hand job? I mean, if you're swirling around and moving it up and down. (laughs) That's the technique I enjoy. You got to twist the wrist while you're doing it. You know, so yeah, you are doing two things at once, sucking and moving your wrist. So yeah, it's the same thing. Like you hit the clutch and then you have to go to one. But after you realize it's one down two up three down four up five, it's very easy. Yeah, it See, does sound tried like to a dance. Teach me, and I drove it in. I drove their truck into a light pole when they were trying to teach me how to dance. Wait, into a what? Light pole. Like oh, light we were pole? in a parking lot, and it was like literally the one thing that I could easily <laughs> swerve and miss, and I just went right into it. That's what, is it? Be, you just didn't break. Correct. I freaked out and he was like, just hit the brake. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And instead of like doing anything, I just like lifted my hands up and I was like, you do it. And he That's yelled at you. what happened to me on the motorcycle. <laughs> no, Diva, like, no. Know. <laughs> <laughs> <Do now. laughs> um, Wait, Meatball, yeah. when does the video come out that I danced for you in? And I feel very bad because I'd only taken one class before I had done that for you. And then I took a couple more classes and I was like, oh, dang, I'm like more in the I can do more spins now again because I had to take a break from December to about February because I really fucked up my knee last time I fell off the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how serious that was because like you kept talking about it, but it seemed like a, a joke and fun. But like you were <laughs> legitimately injured. Yeah, like legit injured. I have a scar on my leg from it. Um but what happened was I had weekends. So the weekend I fell, the next weekend I was in Buffalo, New York. And for whatever reason, the Lord Jesus Christ put all of my connecting flights on one side of the airport and the other side of the airport. Ugh. And I'm too proud. So I didn't get a little cart. So I'm hobbling around this airport. And then I have to stand for two hours a night doing stand up. And then I would get home, work. And then be on the road again. So, like, my leg just didn't have time to... I think that's why it took so long. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I had to, like, rehabilitate it. I watched a bunch of videos on how to strengthen your knee. So then I would, like, watch these videos in the gym in Buffalo, New York, and be like, okay, got to add a little bit a little bit of weight now. Okay. It was... Oh, <laughs> you know, was YouTube really does have everything you need. It yeah. does. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sitting here learning how to make new things out of nothing at my house. I've made sourdough. Oh yeah. Ooh. And that's the end it. of list. That's it. Just Wait, the what list. have I done? Hold on. I've done some other things. You know, the time has been real wild. I've, I've been made... very high for most of it. <laughs> I just want to get you a t-shirt that says, I made sourdough. End of list. <laughs> end of um, list. I think you should get a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> Wait, so what Nicole is referring to is uh, she made a cameo in a music video. So the thing is, we I we shot that video at that time because I was shooting another video and I was trying to, what do they call it in the real industry? Block, block shooting? Chunk oh, yeah, shooting? Block shooting. Block shooting. Yeah, block shooting. Uh, where you shoot that location out so you can move you know, on. Save money. So I wasn't shooting that location out. I was shooting my camera, my DP, and my director out. So I had a bunch of people who was working for me that week. And so mm-hmm. I was like, if you're around, let's get this. There's another artist on that song. We haven't even shot anything with her yet. Oh. Uh. So- 
<laughs> so it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, you a did game. all that work and it's not it's, happening. We were planning to welcome, do it. Listen, Nicole, welcome to Hollywood. This is <laughs> I, your first I mean, time. You're right. I have several jobs that are just on hold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were planning to shoot soon, but obviously that's not going to happen. But it's going to be a great surprise, and I think everyone's going to be very excited to see you in the look I'm- on the pole. Do dancing on all the things. It's gonna be great. And those boys, <laughs> those boys who oh, were there. Those boys, those boys. Ooh, that one was, that you imported from Texas. I do. Oh, so cute. This bubble butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were some good butts there that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, so it is it is a very funny thing that's happening right now, especially in the entertainment industry. Like, there's this mix of new content that's coming out that people shot six months ago and mm-hmm. it's becoming realer and realer that like people pre-tape things. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. And then, and then there is uh, a bunch of like new content that is trash production. Cause people are shooting it at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my move rate, uh, my roommate was like, there's a new episode of Tiger King. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> then we looked at it. It's like Joe McHale was, with AirPods in, like interviewing people on Skype. I Okay, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, not to shit on Ellen DeGeneres, because, you know, maybe she'll want to work with me one day. But, like, she's recording her show in her living room. And I was like, I don't know if we all need this. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll vote. I don't we need- don't. I don't no need Oprah is. standing in her closet that has two sofas in it telling me that we're all struggling. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam how Smith we're all going to come together. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I also like, think oh. it's really funny how it's like all these YouTubers have had all these lights and cameras and backgrounds and things. So they have all this production equipment that other people are struggling to pull together <laughs> and they have high quality videos and these like... Uh, NBC shows and these news anchors are like hi guys hunched (laughs) over in front of their computer screens not knowing what to do because they've never had to do anything on their own it's so wild well it's really real like when you see people like Ellen and you're like oh it's a little different when you're not on your set and you say Mm -hmm. every third word you say there's a crowd of 200 women screaming at you Yeah, it's a little different Diva it's a little different and then I read that these people who are having to work on her quarantine show aren't getting paid. How? What? I don't know. I read this uh, little you read piece it where in the like, trades. I believe I read it in the trades. Who's they trade? Said, Ooh, uh, you said trade? Ooh, let me fuck. But uh, <laughs> like, just PAs don't know when they're gonna get paid. It's interesting. That's very interesting. Insane. Mm-hmm. Wait, so let's yeah. talk about fucking right now. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> there are a few people that I follow on Instagram who are married people, uh, mm-hmm. and they, as a couple, fuck other people, and they're really open, sure. and they film mm-hmm, themselves, mm-hmm. and they're really big on Twitter, like, here's my dick, and here's my whatever. And they are out here posting things like, oh, it's so hard, we're in quarantine, can't mm-hmm. fuck anyone. I'm like, except you and your husband. And yeah, you do, right there. and you are. So what about those of us who used to uh, uh, nurse on stranger dick all every day of every month? <laughs> yeah, I, it must be truly insane for you two. Like, what is <laughs> what does that feel like? Because I it's, don't have to go through that. Yes, Meeple, you're you're so lucky. Oh, what a you. treat for you! You've got a boyfriend who's kind and nice and fun to be around, and gives you those uh, cummies. 
Ooh. Oh, baby. <laughs> Those cummies. Give me them cummies. Give, give, me, give me the cummies. Um, it's hard uh, not knowing when I'm going to see a dick in real life again. I'm insanely horny. Two nights ago, I truly masturbated, I don't know, maybe four times. I didn't go to sleep till 6 a.m. I just kept staring at the ceiling being like, maybe I'll come again. I don't <laughs> I, um, last On our last week's episode, someone was talking about how they really wanted to bottom for someone in the future. And mm-hmm. they wanted to be prepared. And we gave the advice of like, well, prepare now, even if yeah. you don't have a dick to fuck. Like, if you think about because they were like, how do I douche? And we were like, yeah, well, yeah. practice. Yourself. You know what? You yeah, do. practice douching. Yeah, you too. So what I... Is it douching? You just squeeze it up in your butt and let it fall out? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, there's like two different... Co- there's like a deep cleanse and then there's just like a little <laughs> tiny baby colon cleanse. Just you know also I mean? the term of let it fall out. <laughs> It kind of does sometimes yeah, if you're not if I, you're not thinking about well, it. Well, you might need to help <laughs> if you sneeze. Ev- evacuate. Oh, uh, you do? Well, yeah. I mean, if you have if you have like if the what is the area called right before the butthole? It's your lower your colon. Taint? No, inside. Oh, inside of you, <laughs> girl. I don't know. Yeah, the lower the lower lower colon. intestine colon. Just that part right before you know that the, little baby colon. The, the loading dock. Uh, if that's full of water, you're going to want to, you're going to feel like you're ready to get rid of it. So it doesn't, I don't think it falls out. You sort of let it, you let it, let it go. Let Let it go. go. Let the shitty water fall. (laughs) Let it go. Let it go. People are so mad right now. I can't sing. (laughs) But, but it it was jazzy. It sounded (laughs) Do you know who sang that song? Let it go. Adina Menzel from Wicked. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, you know what else she sings? Ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She ah. does. <laughs> there it is. I love Idina Menzel. So uh, Adele Dazeem. Adele, Adele Dazeem. Um Oh my god, Tom Hanks. Patient Zero. Tom Hanks. Patient Zero. <laughs> oh no. I feel like no one took it seriously until they're like, Tom Hanks has Corona. And everyone was like, well, if he got it, we can all get it. Yes. And his rapping wife, Rita Wilson. Oh, boy. Oh, and then she... their son, Chet. I love Chet. Chet. Even I though he speaks him. in Patois. I think it's so funny. Like, really? I, I, yes, I, sure. Yeah. It's cultural appropriation at its yeah. finest. It's <laughs> fine that he's, you know, but like, it's. He does it so earnestly that I don't understand if it's a joke or if he's like, this who I am now, you know? I'd be a white man who grew up in California, but me be Jamaican. Like, who, I, I love it. It's so funny. And he's hot. He is Ooh, hot. he is cute. And not, it's like, not like he put a video on his Instagram. He was on the red carpet like being interviewed by fucking big network cameras and that's the moment he didn't say Mm -hmm. like hey i'm here to support my family (laughs) no he really took it upon himself that must be an insane way to live in your brain to be like this is the moment you have no idea about the real world not to like be on though probably you know what i mean he's Mm -hmm. always like my dad's super famous so i gotta like compete with that i think it's very freeing 
to be like, I'm going to do whatever, whatever I, want, I want as long as I'm not hurting anybody. Yeah. That's how yeah. I live, baby. Sometimes I hurt I Dipper's feelings. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like both of you are good at that. I try. I I think I might buy a giant wig meant for a drag queen. And I was like, and I think I might wear it just for normal. Why not? Who fucking cares Who anymore? Cares? <coughs> um, I've been trying to get smaller wigs right now. Oh. <laughs> Why? I just want Why? not smaller on baby, my head. Baby, okay, both baby, of you were like, "That's not good for your face shape, baby." No, uh, I know. I baby. Didn't, I missed, y'all misunderstood what I was, especially because <laughs> all these new fan arts I've been getting, they really make this jaw bigger. I was like, "Am I getting bigger down here? What's happening?" No, Wait, I want a What's shorter making wig. your jaw bigger? People drawing him. Oh, the fan I've art. I've been getting fan I, art, and it's all just like really jaw heavy jowls, um, jowly <laughs> jowls. I just want shorter wigs, but like the same width away from my head, just because it's I get so hot. Mm, oh that yeah, that is a thing. And now I'm very, home, very hot. I don't want to be uncomfortable. Meatball, are you doing all of your digital drag performances now, just seated with like no body on? No, the one that will be out tonight, I'm roller skating in, and the one that I'm doing tomorrow is like, or it's like I'm running. And I'm standing. But oh, I did okay. the wicked one seated because <laughs> I'm I was running like, and standing. <laughs> I will be running and I will be standing. Well, I can't I say dancing. I can't say dancing. I can't say that. <laughs> Wait, Do you have um, more gigs now than you did like pre-corona? Talk about it. Talk about it. Oh, no. Uh, what? Do you have did more you gigs me? now? No, I don't. I was traveling almost like every other weekend sometimes every weekend so mm-hmm. now i have this week i have a lot this week i have like three but normally it's just like i get invited to do one or two there was week. also meatball was doing a lot of stuff out of town and so like he would um like the club would promote it or someone else would promote uh-huh. it but like because we didn't have access to it, we wouldn't like pay attention when he was in like Ohio or Idaho mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And so now it's like we can watch all of these gigs. So I we're seeing a lot more of you, Meatball, out here doing the lip syncs. I well, I know it. I'm liking doing these pre-records because I have complete control. But I will tell you, last night I was trying to do something on iMovie. Listen here, Meams. <laughs> this iMovie decided to just freeze and I lost everything Ugh. i had to like oh, re-edit no. a, the whole thing at like 1 30 in the morning i was like up until six eating better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool 
that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Now, Nicole, you and your roommates put together a little digital drag experience in which you uh, did a lip sync challenge. Yes, we, John had been like, let's do a lip sync. And I was like, "Ugh, okay. And then two nights later, I was like, you know what? I'm bored enough. I'll get into full makeup. Let's do it. I'll learn this song. I didn't really, it, it was hard to learn the words. Dua Lipa's physical is not an easy song to learn the words. To. No, they don't make sense. Listen, they don't make sense. And then you listen to the song and you're like, got it. And then you look at the lyrics and you're like, those aren't any of the words I thought were there. <laughs> It's like it's, it's a real skill. Confusing. To what? Wait, but then I said it's a real skill. Like people oh. people think like, oh, when I like listen along in my car or listen along and I know most of it, mm-hmm. that they're nailing it. But it's like a no. real, it's crazy. It's hard. But you slammed into the splits? Not slammed. I would say you dramatically. I gently fell into a split. <laughs> <laughs> I was gagged, honestly. Oh, thank you. And I immediately fell over because I was in the split <laughs> and I was trying to do like this little clap part and I got the little claps and then truly lost my balance and was down for the count for a little bit. I saw that video everywhere. I will say your makeup looked so Stunning. good. And I know you've told me before that you don't let anyone else do your makeup. So I, is that like... yeah. For everything that you do, like nailed it for your Comedy Central. Mm mm. Uh, nailed it. I have a makeup artist, this woman named Rachel, who's had my face for now four seasons. So I guess it's like four. We haven't been doing it for four years. I think we've only been doing it for three years. But she's had my face for three years, so she like knows my face and she does it well. Um, but usually, like acting jobs, I get where I'm just there for the week. I do my base, so I'll color match myself. And yeah. then bring products with me that I like to use. Um, and then sometimes I'll come full-faced because, you know, people people have trouble uh, color matching mm-hmm. the blacks. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and I got tired of looking like shit. Like, I did a pilot a little bit ago where at the camera test, I was like, I don't like this. I look bad. 
So then I called the producers and was like, I'm going to just do my own makeup and have my hair girl do my hair. And they were like, but why? And I was like, not to be rude, but I don't want to look like shit on television if this goes. And they were like, duly noted. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And people understand. Now, when you shoot a pilot for like a network and then it doesn't go, mm-hmm. do you get to see it? Sometimes. So like, <sighs> if I know the person who A, wrote it or produced it, I can get my little fingies on it. But if it's something yeah. where I don't know any of the people really involved past like filming, then it's very hard to get my little fingies on it. That must be so crazy to like have no yeah. idea. Yeah, because you'll work on something for like a week or two. Usually you get like eight days to shoot a pilot or like nine. You'll work on it for nine days and then you'll be like, or not nine, wait, five, six, seven. You get like seven days. Um, and then you'll you'll be like, I just, I want to see it. And then you never get to. It just goes into the ether. That's so crazy. Acting mm-hmm. is so crazy like that. Like when I do a music video, like even if I'm not editing. Don't call your music videos acting. I didn't. I just mean like <laughs> making a project. <laughs> even if, you know, like I don't do the editing, but I get all the footage on a hard drive so I can look at everything. I can see mm-hmm. every single second that we shot just so I'm like aware. I'll like be looking at the monitor. But I feel like as an actor, unless you're like an executive producer, you don't get like, you can't watch it back. Like you don't nope. see it until it fucking comes out out uh-huh and then a lot sometimes on like low budget stuff they don't even have like playback so like if you're directing something that's low budget and there's no playback you just gotta you wait till you get the what is it called the the dailies dailies or whatever um but then like there's been stuff i've seen like on television where i'm like they didn't use my best take oh right i said a joke that was very funny and they didn't use that and you're like okay that is so wild have you done any auditions while in the quarant- Miss Quarantinta? Um, I actually have not had any auditions at all. Um, I told my people that I really didn't want to. Just because I was just like, I don't know. I'm inside. It's hard to motivate yourself to really do anything. And I told them, I was like, unless something wild comes along that like I'm actually like gonna fucking book, then like, okay. But, you know. I don't know. Yeah, because it's all up in the air because no one really knows. Like, they're they're yeah. going like, we want to film in July. And you're like, okay, but do you have any idea if you can? Mm-hmm. Like, that's I so just wild. got into that conversation yesterday. I had to do a full audition, like, via Skype. And then I was mm-hmm. like, I, and like, I was just like, so when is this going to happen? And they're like, well, we don't really know yet. And I was like, I know. So yeah, like, what so are we doing? Like Why don't you just hit me up when it. I can come meet you? Yeah. And I feel like anything that's casting now that's not going to shoot till like July, August, mm-hmm. they'll probably pick who they want and then have so much time to think about it that they'll be like, oh, well, we can do in-person auditions now, so let's just do them. Yeah, right. let's open up the doors yeah. to anybody again. Ugh. Yeah. Wait, but didn't, like, just before all of this, didn't, wasn't it announced that you are going to be on a show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Ah! Uh, I was cast in an NBC pilot. Um, maybe the most high profile thing (laughs) in my career, uh, that I was like so proud of my friend, Phil Jackson wrote it. He's so funny. Echo Kellum's in it. My other friend, Carl Tart's in it. This other guy, Anthony, Aaron Jennings, and then Justin Cunningham. So yeah, it was like, and then we had our first table read where (laughs) it was like announced that like Corona is here. She's bad. She's going to kill you. And no black people had died yet. And we're like a black cast. So like I walked in, I was like, black people don't get Corona. And 
then I oh. hugged everybody. No. <laughs> and then, like, a couple days later, it was like, the black people are dying. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Uh, a, a bad bit. A bad. It, it, not, it was a bad yeah. bit. Uh, but yes. so that'll be exciting when you guys shoot it. Yes, I'm <laughs> so excited. I can't wait. I'm like, I'm like itching to do it. Because yeah, of course. The table read was so great, and then we got like a revised script that was also really fucking solid. And I was like, oh, I just all I want to do is act. You're a, a true, a tried and true actor. I am a thespian. Ooh. Cute well, SAT word. <laughs> what, Meatball? Oh, hello? Yeah, we're here. We're here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just going to ask, what else have you been doing but like to keep yourself busy? And like, Because you said you're not auditioning. You're just kind of chilling at home. Mm-hmm. You, I know um, you're not doing any digital shows. You should do a digital drag show. It doesn't have to be live. (laughs) (laughs) She came back with a no. 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 I'm fine. Uh, I just, for me, it's like stand up, telling jokes. I I need an audience. Like, I need to feel the audience. Me staring at my computer being like, and here's a joke, seems so anti-comedy. It's like not even funny. Um, but then, like, a pre-tape thing, sure. But, you know, a drag show, I don't want to take a, you know, space in a in a queer space, you know? Even though I am an ally, you know? Just don't want to take a spot away from somebody. Um, Some of these girls need their spots taken away. So I'm tired of looking at shitty drag on the internet. Here's what I don't want to see. Did you guys see, it's a story about this drag queen who fell asleep on yes. Facebook yes. Live and then made a shit ton of money? Yes, yes. That Facebook because Live you video just put your tips up it's, was it's three, three hours, hours long, <laughs> and it ends not with her waking up and realizing. She wakes up numerous times throughout it and looks at the camera and then just goes back to sleep and like takes <laughs> off her lashes. It ends with her roommate or someone coming out and closing the computer, no. but the camera is still on. Doesn't close the computer. He doesn't because he doesn't shut it down. He just walks out and turns it. So then you see like the rest of the backyard and you hear him like waking Picking. her up and like <laughs> them going inside. He just like you know <laughs> he just like turns the camera. <laughs> she got a call from Alan. Did she? <laughs> yes, she did. Ellen Wait, said, really? that's what I heard. I mean, you know, drag queens are fucking liars. But, you know, <laughs> Ellen will jump on anything if she sees somebody. She's like, and here's $10,000, too. <laughs> it is so. Yeah. a new wig. Nicole, you have to watch the video. It's so funny. It's, I just like read the story. I was like, this is so funny. I love that people love a train wreck and they're like, oh, you didn't do a thing. You fell asleep for three hours. Here's some money. You're How famous. do you think I got to You're here? Famous. <laughs> I hope he ends up on Ellen's quarantine show just outside the window as a guest. <laughs> that That is what's the craziest thing is like she can't do it alone. So she has all these people, but she keeps them out in her backyard for social distancing. <laughs> but they have to like knock on the glass and be like, we're out here. And it's like psycho- her like producer is in her yard. Like it's truly like the epitome People, you of. You have to watch. I you don't know watch it was a full episode. Much of a nightmare. Just a little bit of it. It's so nuts. She's like sitting crisscross applesauce on a chair. Yes. And she's got this big plate glass window that's so clean, cleaner than any window I've ever seen. <laughs> and just some poor producers standing in like 
flower, like in a flower bed, being like, um, uh, Ellen, uh, what about this? <laughs> just like, this is... <laughs> She it's doesn't funny. know how to do anything, does she? <laughs> no. Wow. Well, Probably yeah. not. I mean, I would love to get to a point in my life where, like, I can't even do, you know, simple things because everything's done for me. I can't wait. Yeah, I want that, too. Yeah, you've wanted that ever since you were born, Meatball. <laughs> True. <laughs> We've had our ups and downs. <laughs> um, I want to talk about, uh, like, have you been to any, like, dance parties or nightlife parties that are not performance-based on Zoom? Do you know about this? Yes. I was invited to one tonight, a karaoke party. Okay. Uh, so I might do that tonight. Also, I've done Zoom happy hours. Okay. I went to a Zoom birthday party. Oh. Um, it feels insane to be like, I'm going to a birthday party. Let me dress up for the living room. Uh, I know, went to a Zoom are... surprise party, birthday how? party. How is, it a, how is it a surprise that you got to log into the Zoom? There's this call into this group chat She just said, she told party. him, she said, uh, uh, it's better on Zoom than FaceTime. Just call me at six. And then when he came into the chat room, there were 20 people there. Uh, but then you basically <laughs> witness him catching up with everyone <laughs> slowly throughout the group. You're like, okay. Uh-huh. just It's like a receiving line at a wedding, except you're listening uh-huh. to everyone's conversation. Yeah. Uh, the last big Zoom party I went to, I like just put myself on mute. Because I was like, God forbid I make a noise. And then everyone's like, what's that, Nicole? And you're like, oh, um, I was just clearing my throat. I... <laughs> I, I want to go back to sleep. I did a Zoom like interview, but it was me, T Rex, and Tammy Brown. Yeah, the interviewer, and Tammy Brown couldn't figure out how to get her computer to work, so she came in real not. hot. Like she came in 15 minutes late and was mad. And so the first 20 minutes of the whole thing was us like trying to calm her down. And then she got into a fucking screaming match being like, I was in this documentary. What documentary were you in? And the guy was like, I was supposed to be in that one, but I missed my flight. And I was like, am I just going to log out of this? Am I just going to leave? And you just started screaming at her, teleport us to Mars. <laughs> no, but she did go, huh, huh, I'm acting. She did? She did it. And I was like, oh my God. Honestly, bring her back to All Stars. I don't yes. know why she hasn't been brought back. She is so funny. I love, I listen to her say, I don't see you walking children in nature all the time. It makes no sense. I love it. That, us to Mars. that I think was my favorite meme from the AJ and the Queen thing that mm-hmm. happened on our Netflix, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was didn't get no season two, huh? Just RuPaul no. and the child walking, like uh-huh. walking down the street, and then Tammy. <laughs> I don't see you walking children in nature. Ugh. I was surprised they didn't get a second season. Me too. I it was fun. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, it was like a fun show. It was what it was. It was mm-hmm. goofy. It's so amazing that they don't release stream numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would love to know what Nailed It does. I'm, and I'm, I'll never know. Yeah, but... Uh, but do they know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. Uh, huh. Yeah, and every time they send an anonymous cake to her house, Nicole knows, we're doing well, baby! We're doing well! And I'll eat it. If you want to kill me, send a cake to my house with nothing on it, because Wait. I will eat it. You ate a cake that just was on your... There was a cake on my doorstep. It was just this red box that was definitely like, oh, I was like, pastries are in here. 
I opened it up. There was no note. There was nothing. Just this gorgeous red velvet cake. So I made an Instagram story and said, uh, whoever sent this to me, let me know if it's you because I'm going to eat it. And then everyone was like, don't <laughs> eat it. And I was like, mm, but there's cake at my house. So I ate it and I didn't die. And then one of my execs was like, we sent it. You're okay. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah, Are- I'll always eat food that was left for me. Are you kidding? I just went to the grocery store this morning. Oh. It was an intense experience and I bought uh-huh. so much food. I so just much did Instacart. Food. And? I don't know. It's going to be delivered tomorrow. We'll see if anything I asked for gets delivered to me. Did you hear that people are putting in big tip numbers on Instacart? And then taking it away. Ugh, that's so frustrating. Everyone is a piece of shit out for themselves. Meatball's mouth is just wide open. Why are people so evil? I've been, when we ordered delivery, I've been like tipping huge. Yeah. Like just to like make sure that like I feel really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's Why rich people, people or people who appear like they have enough money are all the ones most guilty of snatching those tips back. Ugh, it's so wild. Like, because that person sees, I think they see the tip beforehand. Correct. Like pre-tip. So they're like, oh, I'm going to make this money. And then they take it. It's so fun. You have up to three days to change your tip amount. (gasps) Three days? That's way too long. That's too much. It's insane. And there are a lot of people being like, oh, I would tip in cash, but we can't hand it to you. You Just psycho. The one thing I'm really upset about at the grocery store is that the Gelsons had to close the bar that's inside the grocery store. (laughs) Okay. I missed that. I did like having a cocktail and going, all right, let's get some apples. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would just walk out with them. I never paid uh, for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so. Wait, Dipper, yeah. what grocery store did you go to? Uh, today I went to Trader Joe's and they are Ugh. militant. No. Oh, are they? They are six feet apart. There's a waiting line. There's like, like. Um, uh, a line down the block with tape. They spray your hands on the way in. You watch them sanitize all the carts. They limit the number of people in the store. And when you check out, I was standing literally, I kid you not, maybe eight or 10 inches off of this like thing that said stand here. Uh-huh. And a woman came up to bag the groceries and she said, sir, if you could just like stand on the, the marker on the ground, because now we're making a six foot apart triangle between me, the bagger and the cashier so that wow. they could. It was it's like very efficient and they're really responsible. Albertson's Good. put put lanes like you can only walk one way down the fucking aisles. Oh, oh, that's smart. And the only people that aren't fucking doing it is old people. Okay. <laughs> They'll walk right on up to you. They'll sniff your armpit. They'll try to kiss yes, you. They are trying to get as close to you as possible. Every time I've been to the supermarket, an old person has been like so close to me. And I'm like, I could kill you. <laughs> You're like, what is this? The table read of my new sitcom? <laughs> Wait, we glossed over the sex and masturbation conversation. I know you stayed up till six in the morning. Truly. Um, I had a friend of mine tell me that uh, he sucked on his dildo recently oh. just to sort of oh. have the sensation of sucking a dick. Oh. Um, I have been fantasizing about what I'm going to do when it's okay to have sex again. Mm-hmm. And, and what are like those things? How, 
much of a whore I'm going to be. But then I'm like, just because quarantine is lifted and just because like major social distancing, Uh all that means is that hospitals will now be able to handle the infections that will inevitably still happen as we continue to pass this around until there's a vaccine or until it becomes like the flu. So it's like, am I going to run out and just start sucking all the dick or like, will I just really be celibate for a long time? I'm honestly thinking that I might be celibate for a little bit. Nicole, what are we going to (laughs) do? I don't know. It's so depressing to think about because it's like, I also thought about it. I was like, ooh, I can't wait till this is over. I'm going to hop back on Tinder because Tinder's where all the tricks are at. Hinge is where the relationship people are at. And I was like, I'm going to hop on Tinder and I'm going to just like once a week be fucking somebody because it's not that hard. Right. Especially if you're not picky. Wait. And then, what? Tinder's the hookup app now? For I the thought straights. Tinder was the one where you were fucking for looking for love. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's okay. like Grindr. Bumble's in the middle. I'd say hinges for like relationships ish, um, or like multiple dates. Mm. Uh, Raya is for DJs and Australians. But uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, like it's not like Corona's gonna go anywhere. It's not like we're gonna return fully to normal. And I'm like, this sucks. Like before you sleep with someone, you have to be like, who is your circle? Do you interact with a lot of people? Like, what is your, it's, it's insane. It feels, it feels shitty. Which I guess is kind of what we should have been doing. Just in. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't need to see your face. What's going on? I don't give a shit. I don't need to, I don't need to know anything about you, but now it's like, Oh, I guess I should know more about the people I sleep with. I mean, I think, I think knowing us gays and what sort of dick pigs we are, I think we're going to start to see like a lot of groups of people appear where it's like, this is a group of like six or eight men who all want to fuck each other, who take like, Mm. who go like, okay, Mm. I like for the last four weeks I haven't left the house I've been quarantined you know like this was my last STD check blah 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 and so we're gonna start seeing these like pockets of sluttiness because I think literally as gay men I don't think we can think about being celibate or being super monogamous like Mm -hmm. if you are a really sex positive slutty person I feel like we're gonna find innovative ways to like make like a little did y'all ever watch book clubs but for yes yes (laughs) Clubs. Did y'all Big ever clubs. watch um, The L Word? Of course I watched The L Word. <laughs> you remember Alice's like big invention was the <laughs> mm-hmm. like the web? Was, yeah, oh, the web. Yes. It was truly just like a CSI connection <laughs> of lesbians fucking. <laughs> and I was like, Alice, you need a hobby? <laughs> she was like, I'm actually You're- inventing Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> straight men straight men love to lie right to your face that's what i'm saying you go out with a dude and you're like hey have you like been intimate with someone in the last like four weeks there of course they'd be like no of course not uh you're the only person i'm fucking this four weeks and it's like well they probably had they probably fucked a bunch of different people and they're gonna you know spit corona right in my pussy yep (laughs) (laughs) um I took myself off prep, you guys. Why? Oh. oh. Why? Well, I was like, don't need it. I don't need it. I'm not going to have sex with anyone. And oh, that, that makes sense. Like, I don't need an extra chemical in my body. So 
I think you're supposed to be on it for like 10 days or two weeks prior to it, like really being in your system. So I figure oh, okay. I can be off it for a while and then like start taking it again when it, when it has time. Wow. Are you having meltdowns? You seem more sensitive now. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Was I not sensitive? <laughs> oh, do you mean like, do you mean like, um, like that I'll cry about things or like that yes. I'll break down? Or that, like, little things that I used to say to you that you didn't seem to care about seem to really offend you. Now. Oh, when you're, like, mean to me on text and you're like, you suck, you're bad, and you're not funny, and I just ignore them and think about things in my head? Yeah. Yeah. I was. You text him, you suck, you're not funny, and you're bad? No, I was being, I thought it was funny, because we, we wrote radio plays, and last week we read mine, and then this mm-hmm. week we're going to read his on the podcast. And I read through it, and it was it's just, like, straight for my, the jugular any chance he could get at me. And I was like, this isn't as funny as mine is, because I was... <laughs> anyway, I guess we don't need you, to talk about you our personal You spent fight. the whole radio play last week insulting me. In what way? Because you wear a wrist brace? Because I wore a wrist brace because I was injured. You brought it up a lot. You because said I was bald. Out just your you neck said I was shoulders. fat. I said I you had a bald my spot. Whole body. And I never called you fat. I said you had little chubby hands. <laughs> I never said you were fat. I said you had little chubby hands. You texted me this morning and said, eh, my script was better, but I applaud your attempt. I just responded, okay. I just said, okay. I See, think now, quarantine has made everyone just a little bit more sensitive. Yes. I know I'm a lot more sensitive. I didn't answer anybody's texts one day. So then everyone started texting my roommate being like, where is Nicole? And then he came in my room in the morning and was like, people are looking for you. And I was like, everyone has to leave me alone. <laughs> yes. Yes. You were like, I have been masturbating all night. I just all need night. to rest. I just went to sleep. My clip is raw. And it's about to fall off my body. <laughs> but I think it's weird that like I understand that I'm not really doing anything or leaving the house or doing any work. But I still feel like sometimes I just need a day to not look at my phone <laughs> yes. or yes. my email. And I just yes. want to sit in bed and get away from being away from everybody. Yeah, it's very strange. Because, like, on the road, I would, usually on, like, Saturdays, like, I would have no emails from, you know, the business side of things. Uh, Friends would be out doing things. So I'd have, like, a nice Saturday to myself, do a show, have a cocktail, either get very drunk or, like, go back to my hotel room. And now that just doesn't exist. Also, this is the longest I've been in L.A. in two years. Yeah, isn't that wild? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like the longest I've been here uninterrupted because I've been on the road for like the last like every single weekend for the last like two years or maybe like a year and a half. But do you I was thinking about this. I really miss traveling, but I Mm -hmm. do not miss the airport. There's nothing fun about the airport. No, airports are awful. Everyone is on their worst behavior. But I do miss going to shitty little towns being like, why does anybody live here? What's their fun to do? And then like finding something amazing. Do mm-hmm. you, when you travel, because this happens to me all the time, whenever I'm in a city for like two days or something, I literally mm-hmm. go like, I could live here one day. And I look, I'm, I'm like, what's my Kansas City life? What's uh-huh. my Bloomington, Indiana life? What's my... I like Bloomington, Me too! Indiana. 
It's cute. I was like walking around. I was like, okay, maybe I'll get an apartment over here. (laughs) Wait, did you go to their like really rad gay bar in Bloomington? It's really near the comedy club. It's called The Back Door. Yes, I did go there. The woman who owns it. (laughs) Nikki. Got me so drunk. I cannot... I, it was bad. Like I was wasted in the middle of a dance circle where everyone was chanting my name. And I was like, too many people know me. I don't need this stand up somewhere. I have to leave. <laughs> I truly find joy when you post when you're at a drag show because like you're having the time of your life. And you can always see when the drag queen recognizes that it's you. <laughs> and they're just like, I mean, uh-huh. I love drag. I think it's so fun to play with gender and... Honestly, like, just a man in heels who is now eight feet tall stomping around lip syncing is just really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Meatball living his dream. When I was in um, uh, the UK with Alaska and Willem for Race Chaser, we went mm-hmm. to a little, uh, uh, like, a basement drag show that was amazing. And I believe... This is crazy. Oh, maybe her name was, I was going to say her name was Jackie Cox, but her name is Jackie Love. Mm-hmm. And she's the queen. I believe we were in Manchester. And the promoter brought us down and set us in the front of the row. And the 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 owner of the bar was giving, you know, us free drink. Like clearly mm-hmm. they knew who Alaska was. And there was like a trivia game and the drag queen asked for volunteers. Alaska raised his hand. He's out of drag. And the queen picked him up and brought him on the stage. And there was like a little buzz in the audience. Like people were like, Oh, that's Alaska. That's Alaska. Mm -hmm. And the queen was like, what's your name? And she was like, Justin, which is her boy name. Mm -hmm. And the queen was like, okay, Justin. And then like, was like ribbing him and like joking with it and never knew or clocked or recognized that it was Alaska the whole time. And then someone bumped into our table and spilled this huge, like a drink all over Alaska's pants right at the end Mm -hmm. of the show. So then the owner took us backstage and we were using a hairdryer to, um, Mm-hmm. And the drag queen was like, uh, y'all need to get up out of here. Like, kicked us out of the dressing room. <laughs> and it was like, like how incredible to go to the UK and go to a drag show. And the, I love it. the woman just, she has no idea who the fuck I love it. this That's famous so drag That's me anytime funny. I go to a drag show. <laughs> <laughs> no, you always know those like deep cut queens. I do. I know all the shady queens from every city. I know I who to stay it. with. They come out in droves. Um, okay, well, so, uh, Nicole, you have 1,000 podcasts that you do every week, correct? I sure do. Let's see. Better- Meatball, can okay. we list them? Best Friends with Sashir Zameda. Mm-hmm. You've got Star Wars. Newcomers. Newcomers. Newcomers with Lauren. You have Why Won't You Date Me? And you sometimes have Drag Her. You also have a 90-day fiancé one that is on Patreon, but I'm about to buy it because I just got into 90 Day Fiance real hard. Oh my God. It is the funniest show on television. These people do things that just truly don't make sense in any shape, way, or form. Dipper, you have to watch. Do you watch 90 Day? I don't. I only watch the clip of that man with the, <laughs> yeah. the no neck. Fred and Flintstone. Can I just... Mm-hmm. you Meatball, you know what I'm going to say about him. You'd suck his dick. I've definitely fucked a person who's looked like that. 
There's no shame. That's what are you? Well, I do. You why why would you be ashamed of that? You had sex with a person. I didn't. I, don't I didn't like you know flirt with him out in public where people could see. It was mm-hmm. definitely some sort of garage type rendezvous. Kiss him on the neck. What? Yeah, did you kiss him on did the neck? Did you give him little kisses on I the neck? I tried to find, you know, like grab, but it was just face or shoulder. There was no <laughs> neck area. That man is crazy looking. I'm sorry. Yes, and he's he ma- and he looks like that with that weird, long, crazy hair. Yes, he could look better. Also, like, they just released pictures of him in his youth where he was like a dreamboat. He was really hot. Yo, oh, age that's where he's getting and that depression can really yes. hurt the way someone looks. Yeah, he hadn't had sex in 28 years. Dipper, that's what we're going to look like. <laughs> Well, if you keep working out your neck the way you are, you Why will. do you think it's just my neck and my shoulders? I don't understand. <laughs> just seems like that's what you're up to. Why? Does it look You don't different? talk about doing any cardio, but you're always just like, I'm lifting stuff. So oh, we do squats. We do lunges. That bear workout, the, the screenshot I showed you, all we did was fucking The screenshot, lunges. everyone was sitting on the floor and someone was eating chicken. It was the end <laughs> of the That's honestly workout. the funniest. <laughs> The funniest part is someone came back with a piece of chicken. They said, I finished moving. I better start eating. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, is it like a class that you take or just a bunch of bears that know each other? That one was. The guy is a power lifter in San Francisco. And oh. um, he does like on Wednesdays, he does dumbbells. And like if you have resistance bands and on Saturdays, mm. he does just use your own body weight. But we did, Nicole, we did so many squats and lunges. I could mm-hmm. not walk at all on Sunday and only a little bit on Monday. And today is the first day. This is Friday. This is six full days later is the first mm-hmm. day. Yeah. I do not feel soreness in my legs. So that felt it. cool. But I was like, I can't do this again because it yes, immobilized me. No, no, because the second time you do it, it's you'll your body knows what's uh, in store. So you'll feel much better. Because mm-hmm. I do a twerk class. The first time I did the twerk class, okay. I couldn't move for three days. My whole body hurt. I had to like lower myself onto the toilet. It hurt so bad. And then I did a split class two days ago, and I'm still so sore. Oh, you're going to get them splits good by the end of this. I just want to be able to like watch TV in a split. <laughs> I see that for you. Nicole, Nicole, you you are so good at like, you're very, I feel like you're very goal oriented in like a great way. You're like, I want to do that thing. And then you like take classes to do it. Yes, because that's how you do it. Yeah, no, totally. I I think there are, (laughs) I think there are a lot of people in this world who go like, I want to get good at puzzles, but then they never do anything to do that. People will ask, like, I used to do, I still do college shows, but I used to do a lot more college shows, and I would do, like, a question and answer sometimes, and a lot of times kids would be like, how do I, how do I become an actor? And I'm like, I don't know. How do you think? Well, that's <laughs> yeah. a stupid fucking question. <laughs> right. Look, all you have to do is, like, read a Wikipedia page of your favorite actor and then do what they did. Yeah. It's not rocket science. Right. How do you become an illustrator? Well, you got to learn how to draw. You got to figure out your style. And then, I don't know, look up some animator that you like at Pixar and figure it out. Yeah. How do you become a white rapper? Uh, you learn. You get a flow. <laughs> you hang out with Chet Hanks. And... Uh, <laughs> Not that you 
Uh, you also speak in patois sometimes. <laughs> Everyone go don't watch don't Big Dipper's Do music you? video. Dipper, let's hear it. For no, Drip, I, Drip, I, Drop, April Showers. It starts with him going, In the tiny forest, <laughs> all the baby animals awake. <laughs> it's okay. I we've talked about this before. It was a mistake and it's very embarrassing. But I don't think you know we live we live in a world in where the internet exists and there's no point in like really scrubbing it. We all like sort of come from something. And the first song I made, I have a light Jamaican accent in it. Oh boy, that's great. <laughs> and um, I can't wait to listen. I <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm sending it to you. Do that anymore. Uh. I think it's fine to grow. Yes. I feel like a lot of people are like, cancel them. They did X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, I think as long as you're not dropping the N-word or any other racial slurs on a recorded line, I think we're okay. Yeah. And I think it's okay to apologize. I don't like cancel culture. Same. Me either. But I think the person who like is getting canceled has to actually understand why they did something and why it was bad. Mm -hmm. That's like the flip side of it. I have but a lot of times they don't, and they just apologize, and then they'll just redo it later. Yeah, see, that's bad. Can I bring up a very controversial uh, moment of cancel culture? Please, and then I'll bring up mine. Al Franken. Yeah. So yes. thoughts on that. Do you remember the so, specifics of that, Meatball? I no. do not. So there was a photo taken of Al Franken with, a, I believe she was either a reporter or a worker. Mm-hmm. Uh and she had fallen asleep. They were like traveling. And he, in his photo, he's basically, I believe, pretending to grab like her breasts, like honking, not actually touching them, but just sort of in front of them. And she's passed out of sleep. And he's doing it for the photo as a joke. Mm-hmm. And um, she's a, like a na- she's in full military gear. <laughs> yeah. And is he as well? No, he's in like a corduroy shirt. So I think it was something where he was like doing like a congressional travel trip and they were like part of it or he was touring the Navy. It was an inappropriate photo. Um, mm-hmm. It it doesn't feel like it's of malice. It feels like it's a joke, like a bad joke gone wrong. And obviously Al Franken does have a history of doing comedy. But when this photo came out, Al Franken... Uh, apologize and then completely resigned and is no longer like working in politics and is a public servant. Good for him. I think that's a little extreme, but also on the flip side, what did the lady say about it? Was she just like, she was, she was like, this sucks. And it's like, like, I don't think she like fought him on it. Uh-huh. Uh, again, this is like who the fuck knows what the real details of this. Like everyone, look this up and actually read about it. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I I believe she was like it's an inappropriate photo, and I felt violated from it, and he should be apologizing. But I don't. Oh. I don't know that she was like ah go to prison, head on a state, you know, like that kind of a thing. Yeah. And I, I guess I think it was a, a like an a, like an overcorrect because in the time all of these sort of right wing conservative people, all of this crazy stuff was coming out about them having a lot of sexual assault in their history mm-hmm. and like really horrible statements. And none of them were doing anything. They were staying in office. They were continuing to abuse their power. And so like on the progressive side, Franken fully resigned yeah, I think that was an overcorrect personally. And just like coming from a comedy background, I'm also like, I don't think the woman was a comedian, but like that picture would have been funny to me. Yeah. Right. 
So, but that's also like my sense of humor. And if she did feel violated or not, if she did, I think it's good that she said that, but I don't think he should have fully resigned yeah. because Unless he's he such a great other shit coming out. Right. Then so, it's just like, okay, what, well, all right. What's your, so that's an interesting idea of cancel culture. What is yours, Nicole? Okay. So the, the man who was hired on SNL, yes. who then had Asian jokes Ooh. or whatever. Okay. Here's my thing. He apologized. It was a shitty apology, but I just wanted him to explain what the joke was. And if he could, if he could explain what the joke was and why he thought it was funny, then like, and then maybe it would have been actually fun. I don't know. Like, I think there's a, very, there's a line. I think drag queens cross the line. A lot of comics cross the line and it's funny, but like, this one was like, what? I don't, I don't know what the yeah. joke was. Didn't he just do like so, an accent or something? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But had he been like, oh, well, here's where it came from. It was a callback to X, Y, and Z. Just explain the joke. Any offensive joke that I have, I can explain to you why I thought it was a joke and why I thought it was funny. So, like, yeah, let's cancel him or whatever. But, like, if I were him, I would have been like, I said it because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, kind of like double down if you're going to double down. Yes. Wow. That's me. It's very controversial. But not like Louis C.K. Right. He truly has been like, I mean, I guess I didn't know you can't show your dick after asking people. And it's like, you don't understand the power dynamics. Yeah. Then, then you can you can stay away. Meatball, what about the cancel culture that was your birth mom when she decided to cancel her love for you and give you up for adoption? That cancel culture, <laughs> I think, would be called religion. <laughs> Wait, are you adopted? Yeah. Oh. By white people, diva. Damn, what a deep cut. He gave a he said a good joke like two weeks ago about my mom like trying to what was it called? Um it was uh me and your birth mom have two uh have something in common. We both want you out of our lives. Oh my god. Honestly, that's pretty funny. It's good. Wait, have you tried to find your birth parents? Um, well, no, kind of. I know who my mom is, but I I like have no interest in speaking to them. She was a pre-purchase. She, yeah, I was already adopted before I was born. Like it was oh. like already, and I was like a one-night stand baby. She, w- my oh. mom was like a party girl, and she went to Belize okay. and then got pregnant for with a bartender's child. And because her parents were super religious, they wouldn't let her abort it, but they like let her give me up for adoption, which I'm fine with because I got some rich white parents. I got the good end of the deal. <laughs> Oh I had to teach nice. my parents about racism. Ooh. Ooh, that is nice. Some rich white people who learn about racism. <laughs> um, so wait, are you Belizean? No. Well, kind of. I'm half black and half white. That's I don't I know thought. where my father is. Belize. Yeah, oh, I don't know okay. where he's from. She just mm. said it was a black guy she met there and he was working as a bartender. But she had no clue like if he lived there or was from there. There's a storyline on 90 Day Fiance where this girl <laughs> goes to Samoa. She gets pregnant with a guy who works at the resort, but then she brings him to America. And they don't use condoms because he says condoms are for slut people. And it is a great storyline. <laughs> it's a great show. You I can't. Wait, oh, Kalani and Asuela. Do you do... Do you oh do um, watch-alongs or recaps on your podcast? Just recaps. 
where you, uh, I like watch the show, I cackle at something, I pause it, and I write down what they say. And then <laughs> me and my friend Marcy Slut talk people. about it. Oh, it's so perfect. Dipper, you have to watch 90 Day Fiance, but it's a show that you can't like watch and have on in the background because so no, much of it is subtitled. I always you pay, attention. pay attention. I'm a pay attention girl. That's the kind of I viewer I am. You should start with Before the 90 Days, season one, because one of the most iconic couples is Darcy and Jesse, mm-hmm. and they are so toxic. I want them to get back together because they are great television. Oh They're amazing. God. They do season two as well. And then on yes. season three, she starts dating that British guy yes, who will Tom. not touch her. Oh, my God. Have you seen the update with Tom? No. <gasps> you have to see their last meetup. It, oh, Woo. It brings oh. chills. It's so good. Oh Darcy, God. like, he goes to hug her and she's like, no, I'm sorry. I don't feel comfortable with you doing that. Is there something you want to tell me? And he's like, I found someone. It's perfect. It's And then he calls her fat. It's great. Well, he's not great either. <laughs> when... No. He no. ain't no looker. But he did <laughs> lose some weight. He lost 50 pounds. Oh, I bet he's handsomer now. Yeah. No. He's got um, one angle. Well, Nicole... <laughs> He's got one angle, Jesus Christ. Just one. Uh Nicole, thank you so much for being on our show. Thanks for having me. It was a real treat. I love you both so much. Likewise. Oh, thank you. We love you. Uh, also, I'm gonna come Nicole, ride my motorcycle by your house tomorrow. Mm, yes. And hot real loud. Also, I've got another big bag of clothes for you to go through when Corona's done. Oh, thank God. Wow. I oh, I've been wearing those clothes because I didn't have new costumes. So for Yay! like interviews and things i'm just like oh let me go over to that pile of things that like nicole gave me and it's like the yellow leopard print jacket and skirt combo yeah oh i rocked it Uh, out tammy brown can stand it i like when things get a new home you're like (laughs) dipper's trying to wrap up this podcast and i'm like don't you want to be my friends and talk to me for an hour i would love to talk to you um we're we're um gonna uh feature the radio play i wrote so so last week Meatball wrote his, and then this week mm-hmm. we're going to read mine, and um, I think we're going to alternate. They're both going to be episodic, and we're going to alternate, so it's going to be really challenging for the listeners to mm-hmm. keep track with what's happening in our got plays. A, got a couple of comments from people being like, I didn't realize I was still listening to your podcast, because it just <laughs> seemed to keep going, and all of a sudden there was characters. Uh, this is great. The, I love it. Make the people work. <laughs> the character Meatball played was an 82-year-old, milky-eyed egg-legged vet who I was fisting in who last had week. hooks for hands. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did have hooks for hands. I but the peg leg and the milky eye was from the war, but the hands were from diabetes. Uh, <laughs> you truly That's are funny. a great writer, Meatball. Thank you so much. I love this. Um, uh, thank you so much for your time, Nicole. Thank you. You can find her uh, on your Netflix television program. Nailed it. You can listen uh-huh. to all her podcasts anywhere you get podcasts. And on uh-huh. Instagram, you're at Nicole Byer. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> How That's me. <laughs> That's me. Okay. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Okay, let's get to this radio play. Oh, God. 
I really gotta go to the bathroom. Logan. Uh, yeah. Huh. I guess I thought you would be white. Um. Here you go. Hmm, what? What is this? You've been served. What the fuck? Ah. Uh, wait, a cease and desist. Idina Menzel. Wait, wait, what? Hello? Dad, I I just got served, I think. (sighs) Again? Yeah, this says it's a cease and desist from Idina Menzel. She wants me to stop talking about Wicked. It says I can't mention the show, her name, and most importantly, that I'm not allowed to sing the riff anymore. What am I going to do? Logan, I'm tired. This is your fourth legal issue this year. I just don't have the patience to handle this at all right now. But what am I gonna do? I need this joke. I need the riff. You know, all this drag stuff is really chipping away at the little bit of love I had for you to begin with. Why don't you just talk to your mother? Hold on. (sighs) Don't let this get to you, meaty. You're a star no matter what. Logan, dear, are you there? Hi, Mommy! What's up, sweetie? Idina Menzel is gonna sue me! She's trying to ruin my career! She basically wants me dead and I don't know what to do. Do you need me to send you some money? It's not that, but, like, yeah. Can you do, like, the regular Zell one? Yes, baby. I'll double it, because I know you're so stressed about this. Thank you. But, Mom! What am I gonna do? without talking about Wicked or Idina or any of the references that I beat to death over and over and over into people's ears. Well, what about something new, honey? Have you ever thought about maybe not stealing someone else's hard work and creativity and coming up with an idea on your own? Wait a minute, like from scratch? Yes, that's what most artists do. You know, I I went to that gay bar in Houston and I I walked around with a photo of you on my phone. I I showed all the gay people I saw there, the gay people at the door, the gay people behind the bar, the gay people who were buying drinks, and even the gay people who were wearing the wigs and ladies' clothes like you do. And I I told them all, this is my son, Meatball. Do you know him? Mom, I know this story. No one knew who I was. You were at the bad bar. I already told you. Had you been across town... Oh, well, uh, that's not entirely true. I I didn't tell you everything. Almost 100% of the people there didn't know who you were. Like, literally every single person. Like, honestly, I asked everyone, and they all just shrugged and had no idea. However... At the end of the night, uh, a withered old drag queen burst inside from the smoking patio. She was incredibly drunk. She screamed, where's the bitch who raised that piece of trash meatball? Well, I raised my hand and she barreled over to me and said, tell that plagiarizing Furby looking ass, no talent hack of a queen, I want my McDonald's number back. Meatball, baby, she said you stole a drag number from her. What? No, that is crazy. I don't steal. Well, baby, it seemed like she had proof. She told me that. Oh, no. What am I going to do? That queen in Texas knows I stole her mix. She knows that when I was home visiting family, I went out to a drag show in Houston and saw her perform an amazing mix that I knew I had to have. I went into the DJ booth. 
and I stole the track off the computer while I distracted the DJ with a donut friend donut that I brought all the way from LA because I don't know any other kind of snack to give a person. Oh God, this whole Idina Menzel mess is going to expose me even further as a fraud. How can I stop this snowball of horrible events? What is gonna happen once everyone finds out? I'll be ruined, I'll be ruined. Uh, uh, huh. I wonder why this is so tricky tonight. Uh, almost got it. What? Ouch! Ugh. Oh, ouch, ouch! What are you doing? I'm trying to get you into your harness, Miss Menzel. Almost. Uh, okay, got it. Huh. Whew. There's a lot more fat than usual. Wait, why am I painted green? Where am I? When is this? You're joking, right? It's 2003, we're in the Gershwin Theater, you are Adina Menzel, and you're about to sing the final moments of the climactic song Define Gravity to end Act 1 of Wicked. Oh, right! That makes total sense to me. Correct. I am me. I am Idina. Our show is pretty popular, right? <laughs> Get it? Mm. I guess I better go warm up. Ooh. Ah! Ah! Mm. Weird that I'm Idina Menzel now, but I still have my fat meatball body. I hope this flying rig can hold me. Stop talking to yourself. It's your cue. Go, 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 go! Nothing's gonna bring me down. Oh God, this is just like at the end of Black Swan, where she dies. I'm dead. Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is the Forever Dog Podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our logo art was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.